Hello, everybody. Welcome to Living Life. Today is June 25th. Before you begin to read today's passage or start meditating, I would like to invite you to read together with me uh, a Bible verse from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. I believe many of you would uh, memorize this or know this by heart. I just want to read this verse before we begin. Let me read it for you. The word of the Lord is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The reason why I read this verse before we even begin to read this passage or meditate is because I would like to uh, understand today's narrative in light of this verse from Hebrews, uh, that the Lord, uh, Lord's word is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. I would like to find that in Jeremiah's testimony of his bitter uh, vocation and also uh, how that plays out in his life um, because of this word of God that is passionately firing up in his heart. So why don't we take a look in today's passage uh, in light of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Let's take a look. Jeremiah chapter 20, verses 7 through 18. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. I hear many whispering, terror on every side. Denounce him, let's denounce him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we will prevail over him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Cursed be the day I was born. May the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought my father the news, who made him very glad, saying, A child is born to you, a son. May that man be like the towns the Lord overthrew without pity. May he hear wailing in the morning, a battle cry at noon. For he did not kill me in the womb, with my mother as my grave, her womb enlarged forever. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? So applying and using Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, uh, we see that the Word of God is living and active. 
we see in verse 9 in today's passage uh, where um, Jeremiah is testifying about how he is weary to withhold God's word in his heart uh, without uh, expressing it in any situation. We, we see in verse 9 it reads, But if I say, I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. I mean, he's trying to do this because of the persecution he has in his life. Uh, verse 7 and 8, we see that people are ridiculing him all day long, uh, mocking him. In verse 8, uh, he, uh, it reads that, Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. So his life every day, uh, preaching the word of God, uh, is met by persecution. People are against him. Uh, they are not a fan of what he is saying because definitely he's talking about uh, the imminent Lord's punishment in Jerusalem. Uh, so uh, the, the situation that he's meeting is not in fact uh, friendly to uh, what he hoped for. Uh, that's why in verse top of the verse 7 it says, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. Uh, he, he's almost to the degree like blaming God for uh, giving this life to him. He thought uh, by preaching the Lord, people would repent. Uh, they would um, uh, receive God's word um, with open hearts. But instead, he meets persecution, insults and mockery. And no one responds to his word and believes that it would happen. So in verse 10, even his people and uh, his friends are trying to wait for the moment where he will slip so that they could revenge him. Uh, we see that in verse 10. Uh, I hear many whispering. Now, that would be temptations of a sort, right? Uh, Terror on every side. Denounce him. Let's denounce him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then he, we will prevail over him and take our revenge on him. So this is the situation he's in. But we can see that the fire in his heart, the word of God, cannot be withheld. Uh, that's why I wanted to read Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, because it's living and active. The word of God cannot be contained within one's heart. Even though you face persecution, you have no opportunity of uh, withholding the word of God because it doesn't let you. It's not, it can't be contained. You become more weary of withholding God's word compared to being weary of all the insults and mockery that you have received. So in the end, what do you do? You have to let out the word of God. You have to preach it. You have to speak it out, even though you're in the midst of persecution because the word of God is living and active. Second, the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. We see that in verse 11. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. We know that it is the word of God that fights for us. It is not our power, but it is the strength within God's power and that penetrates even to the deepest part of our living being, which is the spirit and the heart. I mean, that's how powerful the word of God is. It penetrates even to the dividing parts, deepest part, which is our very own heart. So in the end, the heart's desires will be faced with God's word and it will be judged or whether it will be um, led people to repentance. It depends on uh, the situation, but ultimately the conclusion would be that so my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. 
uh, their heart's desire is wrong before the Lord. And in the end, the word of God will judge uh, their actions. They will stumble and their actions and their intentions and their thoughts and their beliefs will not prevail. Rather, the word of God will prevail, prevail because he is like a mighty warrior uh, that is working with Jeremiah. So in the end, I would like to see that uh, Jeremiah is in a dire situation. He even curses his own birth, uh, verses 14 to 18. Uh, in, the in the end, he says, Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? He curses his birth and he, he wished he just died in mother's womb. But his heart's desire has changed. His situation makes him say that, but his heart's desire, because of the passion of God's word, changed and makes him say, verse 13, sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. So that is the very desire that he now has in the midst of all persecution. And this is true to us too. The reason is because even though we may face persecution, Christ Jesus has already walked the path of self-suffering and self-sacrifice. I mean, no parents want their child to suffer. Who would want that? But we have a father in heaven who had to have his son, according to his divine plan and providence, to walk the path of the cross to die for our sins. And he has shown us a path and a walkway that we too, as a saved children of God, to walk as his son did. Now we too have to uh, join in his suffering. We too have to face persecution because no one, especially no servant, is greater than his master, and nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. And Jesus said that to us, and we know that as truth because no one gladly accepts the message of God's word, especially the gospel, and they will meet us with persecution and rebellion and rejection. And that is the path that Jeremiah walked, but he couldn't resist. Why? Because the word of God was living and active in his heart, and he knew that it was sharper than any double-edged sword. So now we, have all the, uh, we all have this commitment to preach the living and active Word of God uh, to everyone else because we cannot contain in our hearts. So I bless every one of us uh, to have this fire uh, not just contained in your heart, to be preached out through your mouth. Uh, let us pray. Father Lord, give us the courage uh, to uh, preach out this fire that we have inside in our heart, the living and active Word of God. Let it be you that fights against all those who rebel against your word. And let it be you who fights with us so that we could see how you fulfill and accomplish your word that has given to us as a promise. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a and stepping in closer. Thank you.